Mm-hmm. Have you seen his stuff he's been drawing lately? Yeah. What I've seen it. What is your thoughts? And what what do you uh what is he what do you guys have been talking about? I'm curious. Well, I think that um I think that all of his stuff is is definitely uh definitely ready for fur affinity. Yeah. Um wait, wait, what? So um Wyatt, don't be ashamed. If you're gonna draw furries, you need to go all in. I haven't Um, drawn any furries. Trying cream to make a living is the most perverse thing on this planet. Maybe wow. not on this planet. Yeah. Wow. But it's definitely top twenty. Why it was like, where the heck did you get pizza? And I'm like, I don't know. It's been in the fridge for a while. Luke falls in the pit, and Darth Vader uses the force to hit the switch, and goes, "All too easy." <laughs> <laughs> He's got so his sass. I'm like, all right. There's a lot of good stank on that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wise Works Podcast. Today we have a couple good yeah, guests. Some um, special guests. One that you would re- probably remember, uh good old Johnny Boy, John Mark, Wyatt's mm-hmm. brother, who's been at the been a host on the Midnight Special for quite a while. Yeah, a couple times. Um but we also have a special guest, first time here on this podcast, William Goforth. Um, Why it's younger, brother. The youngest. The youngest yeah. of the Goforths. Um, so, so how are you doing, William? Good. Good. Uh, I got a question for you before we jump into like all the stuff. What happened to your lip? Uh, I was scratching it a lot. Yeah, stop scratching it. <laughs> You always got something going on with your face where you've heard it or something every time I see you. It's always yep. always something. Um, uh, last time I gashed my head open. You did. It's, what, ha- what happened to your head? Can we hear that story? I want to hear that story. I fell backwards on a rock and gashed my head open. Yeah, it's pretty. I was running backwards. He was running backwards, you know, to show his immense skill. Skill. Speed. Because I'm very... I'm very good at moving very weirdly. Yeah. Well, n- uh, apparently not as good as he thinks because he fell backwards. And <laughs> head open. Um, I was running. I was running very fast. Yeah. So just to sort of get us started and kind of yep. open us up. Um, Mama told me that you um, are starting school now. Mm-hmm. How's that going for you? Good. Good. You, what kind of classes you got, man? I'm in third grade. You're in third, third grade. grade man. <clears throat> I'm in third grade. I have Bible, mm. Spanish, mm-hmm. sign language, typing. Very good. Yo soy habla español. Yeah, solid classes. I remember typing was uh Ooh. uh yeah. I I remember. El soy un niño. El soy un niño. Yeah, niño. that's a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna count to E. In sign language. E? Oh, uh, the letters. Dude. Oh. He knows. Oh, you got the, the, okay. He's got the sign language and the Spanish, man. Yeah. He's got that, that. He's going to be, uh, yeah. uh, see, now, I've always wished I had learned sign yeah. language. I think it's a useful skill. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, it's another way to communicate with people. Granted, I don't know any other languages, but um, I don't know any sign language. I know my sister, a couple of them, they, they know a, quite a bit of sign language. Mm. Um, I know I can comprehend <laughs> Spanish actually decently. Um, I, I work at the, the good old Lowe's. Yeah. We talked about this, but we get a lot of, um, you know, workers that come in speaking Spanish mm. and I, I can comprehend them here and there, not fully, but I can comprehend some. Yeah. Um, you have any specific questions you want to ask William? I, cause I, I mean, I've got a couple in the back pocket. Um, I, I, yeah, uh, we can talk about, I know, Hey, Hey William, I know you want to start a, a gaming channel. I know you're really into gaming and stuff. What are you playing these days? Uh, I'm mostly watching stuff. Watching? Mostly watching. What, do you, what do you like to watch? I guess we can promote yeah. some channels here. I like watch, watching My Hero Academia, Gravity Falls, Johnny Test. Those are good shows. Um, Johnny Test is a little on the uh, you know the kid side. Mm-hmm. Gravity Falls is even even I've seen it a few times. It's a solid show. Yeah. And My Hero is you know that's solid. It's a solid. I don't know show. any of those shows, but uh, I guess yeah. Wyatt approves. So, um, yeah. Do you have any anyone you watch on YouTube or anything? Zombie Mark, Green, Zombie Maddie, a lot of people. Oh, Iscal. actually, yeah, you know what? I should know because you're subscribed to them on my YouTube. I'm subscribed to the whole Zombie Squad. Yeah. I'm subscribed to Green. I'm subscribed to Mumbo. Mm-hmm. Those are good, solid, good, solid picks to be subscribed to. Um, well, I don't I don't really watch Iscal. I watch them like sometimes, kind of rare. Yeah. So you've probably stop scratching your lip. You've probably <laughs> I'm not. Uh, all right. You've probably seen the show before. Yep. Right, William. Show. Our show. <laughs> you've watched this before. Um, you know, we sort of talk about movies and TV and the things we like and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And this this new season. This is season nine. I don't know if you can see. Uh, I don't know what you can see of us. Can you see these lights on the TV beside us? You probably could see some blue. I see. I see light. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some blue light. We so we've sort of set up this season to be uh, kind of sci-fi, which is like space and uh, that kind of stuff. Do you Final have? Frontier. Yeah. Do you have kind of like a favorite space movie or sci-fi movie or anything that you like? I like. I like Final Space. Final Space. Ooh, Final That's Space a good is a, pick. a good show. Yeah. I also like Lost in Space. Lost in Space. Re- the movie? Or the TV show on Netflix? Lost in Space. There, well, you're probably <laughs> referring to the TV show on Netflix because the, the old movie wasn't super great. Um, yeah, the show. Yeah. Who's your favorite character on Final Space? I, I'm a big fan of Final Space. I have not seen the new season yet. I don't know if you've seen it. Um the season that just came out with two, three, yeah, three. third season. He probably season. hasn't seen it. Uh, I have, I have, I have two favorite characters. Yeah. First is Mooncake. Okay. Mm. Yep. Second, Gary. 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 Okay. okay. So That's main solid. characters, solid picks. I know you actually. Oh, I have a third. Okay, who's your Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. You like Kevin? Kevin. <laughs> he's he's funny. Okay. Okay. 
I, I know you just had a birthday and you got a hoodie yeah. with a mooncake Yeah, on it. so the family got me a hoodie with mooncake. He's got a little That's war knife sick. in his mouth. Um, yeah, it's it's a good hoodie. I, I wear it quite a lot. Yeah, you do. It's a good hoodie. Um, any other movies or shows you think uh, that, that you like to watch and stuff? Uh, I had a question about uh, what you guys think about Dune. Oh, oh, what do um, think about Dune? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, feel free to ask us questions or talk about whatever you want. Um, Dune. I'm hoping it's really good. I was a little bit discouraged today mm-hmm. because I saw I was scrolling through news and I saw one news article that said that. It's a disappointment and a failure. Yeah, the premiere just happened. Yeah, but I don't know that I trust whoever that news person yeah. is. So, we'll see. Um, lies. Oh, lies. No. <laughs> Mark said lies. I heard him. John Mark wants to cut in. John Mark, you'll have your time. Um, I I find it interesting. Your family, you're you. All you guys are into audiobooks. Are you into audiobooks? Listening to audiobooks with the, with the rest of your family? No, not your thing. That's that's just interesting. Did he say no? No, he said it's not your his thing. Uh, he hasn't gotten into it quite yet. Um, he's sort of he's still pretty young. I think mm-hmm. I didn't get into books, even just actually reading books, till I was. Uh, he's got the snap. Eleven, twelve. Yeah. I started reading Hardy Boys books, Rover Boys. Yeah. Uh, and then I started listening to audiobooks later. I think the very first audiobook I ever listened to was we had a couple like ancient Egypt type. I don't know exactly what the book was, but um, they were cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like a VHS. Yeah. You opened it and they were oh. like. Six cassette tapes. My mom, my dad always had those. Yeah. You know, being a truck driver, he was always listening to things. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, you so yeah. you, you said you wanted to you said you wanted to do a YouTube channel and stuff. Oh. Um. Are there any other things you kind of want to do as you grow up, as you get older? I want to be a blacksmith. Ooh. I also wanted to be a mine. A mime? A mime? <laughs> I don't think you could do that. Oh, yeah. And a preacher. And a Ooh, preacher. You got all the all the. Well, things. you can't be a mime and a preacher because preachers, <laughs> specifically, they talk. Yeah. I don't you know. know. You, that's you a could, big part of being a preacher. You can mime a sermon. If you learn sign language. Yeah. Uh, oh, that that's interesting, you know, to the deaf. Yeah. Well, I, I've been at a, a deaf church. It's very yeah. interesting to see the way they interact with each other. Uh, you, um, I don't think a mime, you know, mimes don't talk. You know that, right? Yeah. So, so, so probably, you know, uh, a blacksmith or, or a preacher. What about an architect? I've heard you say you wanted to be an architect. Yeah. I, I really, 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 a hundred really just want to be an architect. <laughs> yeah. You got to study a lot for that. Uh, mama, my, mama said that she would get me graph paper and that and she would see what I do with that and then she'll get me blueprints. Blueprints, okay, yeah. Um, she also said that you're you're gonna start learning the piano. Have you have you started that or? I know how to play. My neighbor told her a song. 
Okay. I know how I know how to play. Uh, what's it called? Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky. Mm-hmm. What's that from? Uh, Castle in the Sky. Is is that another uh, show? Is that a Ghibli it's movie? A Ghibli. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so much into the anime. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh. That's cool. Uh, what? Uh, my countdown found song. Sounds good. It does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So you're so you're learning a little bit of music too. That's mm-hmm. good. So you're kind of uh you're, you're kind of doing everything. Trying to learn how to do everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. Your YouTube channel. What do you want to do on your YouTube channel? Let's circle back to that. I want to teach people how to build. In what? Build. In Minecraft. What? Tutorials. Oh, okay. Tutorials. I know how to build a castle, a mansion. I uh, I only on creative. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Well, well, I mean, but remember, remember on our on our uh, world of Minecraft, yeah. I got. Enchanted diamond helmet, diamond chest plate, enchanted iron boots, enchanted iron uh, uh, leggings, and uh, enchanted uh, diamond sword. Yeah, did you you did you do that with creative or survival? Survival. That's yeah. World. Oh uh, yeah, I also am a master with commands. Oh yeah, you're pretty good with those. I I, I did see you using some commands when I was on there last time. <laughs> Yeah, remember when I uh, gave us two enchanted golden apples? Yeah, that was pretty remember sick. When I showed, remember when I showed you the command block, uh-huh. the barrier box? Yeah, well, I showed you how to build an automatic redstone doorway. <laughs> and I still know how to build Yeah, one. that was pretty legit, I think. Mm. Um, I, love the, I love the minecart worm. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. You switch a button, you put the things... The like, what's it called? Repeaters uh-huh. in between them, and you inactivate them, and you get uh rails, and you put it on top of slime, and it's on top of a sticky piston. The slime is. Mm-hmm. You get the rails, you put it on, and then you put the minecart on. Then you break the rails on all of them. Yeah. And when and you make a switch connecting to the redstone. Uh, repeaters mm-hmm. and you can also do it with boats okay Very and cool. you cl- you click the lever you pull it <laughs> and it goes up like this like a worm thing yeah i'm i'm uh, minecraft redstone is is probably one of the most i've been difficult i've been doing to understand yeah i've been doing good with redstone yeah it's 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 a tedious thing. It's also extremely boring. Mm. Um, I, to not, me, I'm not good at it. That's yeah. why it's boring. But for Williams, probably putting it together like the only uh, Minecraft I've ever played. I had the app, which I guess you can just do like like the mobile uh, app. Mm-hmm. You could do like I guess it's the creative where you're just building yeah. basically. Um, that's the only Minecraft I've ever done. I have not played it that much, but mm-hmm. um, I can comprehend what you're saying because yeah. I played it a little bit. Yeah, it's a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, where we? What are we looking at time wise with William? Um, we can go like five, ten more minutes. Yeah. Minutes. Uh, anything, anything uh, you're working on or doing in particular that you want to talk about with us? We're down to talk about anything. Yeah. 
I made it. Uh, I made a cardboard shoe. You made a cardboard, cardboard shoe. shoe. Okay, that's, that's great. Why'd you do that? Because I wanted to make a cardboard shoe <laughs> for fun. Okay, yeah. No, I've, I've I've done some creative things as well. Um, cardboard shoes yeah. and and whatnot. Um. Since since we're kind of we, we got like five more minutes or what, but I want to hear your your input, uh, William. What do you think of our podcast? Do you have any feedback for us? Um, I know you when last time I saw you, you were really talking about you liking episode where we were playing around with characters. I don't know what is that episode called? Uh, Jimmy two times. Jimmy two, Jimmy times. two times. Yeah, yep. it's like Ashley's fishing. <laughs> I don't remember your name. Um, I don't either. Is that bad? Yeah. So, do you have any advice for what you want to see from us moving yeah. forward? Anything you want to see from us? I want. I want you to talk about games. Games. Gaming. I've thought about it. There's um. There's a little. There's a lot of story elements involved in games that you know we haven't touched on, and yeah. some. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I was about to sneeze, and some stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I- I could see us expanding to games, but I feel like we would have to be going full-time with our stuff right now yeah. and then maybe bring more people on that are more interested. Me and Joseph, we don't do much when it gaming. You True. do a little bit. You watch a lot. I'm, watch, I'm familiar a lot of with a lot of gaming stuff. We yeah. don't, so I feel like it would be more on you and you would have to have more time to put into it. Yeah. But I, I definitely think see a market there for us. I'm a little gamer boy. You're a little gamer boy, yeah. Uh, okay, so other than games, or along with games, rather, what what else? Anything else you want us to see? Uh, want us to do or talk about? I want you to talk about more of Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> we haven't talked enough about Kung Fu Panda, not. and honestly, it, we're it's we're doing solid... it a disservice. Yeah, because Kung Fu Panda is one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. Jack yeah. Black's very Jack beautiful. Jack Black movie. is solid. What do you like about Kung Fu Panda? Uh, he, uh, Poe is very funny. Yeah. That's why I like it. Yeah. It's a good movie. That <laughs> is um, solid. I'm just thinking of one word that he said that made me laugh so hard. What's that one word? Hit it with, hit us with it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> what part is that from? <laughs> What? When he was fighting the tiger guy, and, he was poking him. Yeah, hit yeah. Him. Oh, his stop. No, stop. No. <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> I hear I'm that. I'm going to pee. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. That's it, solid. That's- I remember watching Kung Fu Panda and being a, a little blown away mm-hmm. by how good the movie looked and how funny it was and entertaining and the music and everything. And I know we say this a lot, but that actually does have Angelina Jolie in it. It does have Angelina Jolie yeah. in that movie. Yeah. I, I know that for sure. I want you to talk about My Hero and Jumanji. Jumanji? Jumanji. It's like uh, the newer Jumanji with uh, Dwayne The Rock and Jack Black or the original with Robin Williams. Have you seen the original Jumanji? I've seen the first one. Okay. Then and that, the second one. That would be and the, the second one. That would be he, The Rock. He hasn't seen the original. Yeah. I mean- I, I'm willing to talk about that. Those are, I, when going into it, I thought they would be like, eh, yeah. movies, but for remakes. They were fun adventure they were, movies. They were Good fun. summer blockbusters. Yeah, they were solid. Uh, I think we just need to watch all three of them mm, and then oh, talk yeah. about talk about Jumanji. <laughs> we could. Yeah. 
Have you seen My Hero? I have not. He has unfortunately. not. I think you would like it. They have quirks. A quirk is powers. Okay. Is, uh, excuse my ignorance. Uh, what is, is uh, that an anime? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I made up some. Yeah. yeah. A lot, actually. Well, I... My first... <laughs> Go ahead. The first one that I made up, his name is Multi. Yeah. What can he do? He can uh, make arms out of his body. Okay. Did you... And he make different ones. Did you bring any pictures or anything? Uh, no, but I, I would have yeah. if I could. Well, let's not talk about all of them that you guys made up uh, since we don't have any pictures. Uh, can I tell you about one? Her name is... Uh, it's Lydia's character, mm-hmm. Cuddle Muffin. Yeah. Cuddle Muffin. The, uh, the, in the show, they all have really weird superhero names. Yeah. Her quirk, whenever she yawns, she makes people tired. Solid. It's a good one. Yeah, and they're all kind of generally a little bit weird. Yeah. Not very straightforward powers. There's like a dude who launches tape out of his elbows. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a solid show. I need to get it, into it. It really is. It really is a good show. I, I um, mean, I'll have to. Well, Recommendation by uh, William. Yeah. Uh, William recommends My Hero and... Uh, my neighbor Totoro. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're kind of yeah, coming. We're, we're coming to yeah. An end. We're coming to our end. The hey, end of our time. William, do you? I know you're wanting to start a YouTube channel. You're here. This is your big uh, cameo on our podcast. You want to give us a shout out? What What is your name for your YouTube channel? I know you don't really have anything on there yet. I don't think. Is that correct? Uh, <laughs> my uh, YouTube channel name is Will Game. Will well, Game. Because that's that's the name of my profile. Yeah. Okay. So Solid. Uh, be looking out for Will Game. Yeah, he's gonna be he's he's gonna be an up and coming star in the future. I mean, he could be. We never I have my own. You, I have my own email. Good. That, that's that's it's a, solid, it's a good yeah. start. Yeah, I remember my first email was uh, Wise Kid ninety seven. Yeah, <laughs> Wise Kid. <laughs> don't nice. use that anymore so if you want to spam that send me yeah. some funny uh messages go ahead i don't use um that. well thanks for talking to us william yeah that was really fun um <laughs> you wanna um you uh you wanna how do we want to end off the segment maybe just give us a closer say some crazy cracked say stuff. yeah say something cool point at the camera give us a little do something Solid. I mean, Good solid. job. <laughs> well, uh, we got oh. John Mark here now, I guess. What's up? <laughs> okay, not roll in like that. Well, I'm just saying. Wait, no, John Mark. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I should go get my uh, Carhartt mm-hmm. hoodie, and we can be the Carhartt kids again. No, Carhartt. No. What? What is? Yeah, this? we're not doing. I've that. got the. I got the same hoodie, except mine is red. And uh, whenever we wear them together, we become the Carhartt kids. So um, we went to. We went to what's that place called, John Mark? Uh, Smith and Davis. We yeah. went to Smith and Davis, and they they sell a lot of outdoor gear and things like that. Okay. And there was a good deal on these Carhartt hoodies. Okay. And so I got the green one, and he got the red one, <laughs> and we walked outside, and immediately he looks at me and says, "Now we're the Carhartt kids," and I am I regretted buying the same hoodie as him immediately. Speaking of Carhartt kids john mark this is gonna bring back a weird memory probably i don't know if we've ever talked about this we probably have um we've done over 200 episodes at this point but 
do you remember the Cheesecake Brothers? The the yes, the donut, it was the Donut Brothers. The yeah. Donut Brothers, the Cheesecake. Yeah. Um, the Donut Brothers. Yes. yes, John Mark was John Mark was the Cheese- sidekick Cheesecake. Yeah. Cheesecake. Um, I yeah, that was rather demeaning. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, you chose that name. No, I didn't. My guy loves yes, cheesecake. My guy we were like, cheesecake. hey, <laughs> Joe. We were like, Joe and I walked walked up to you and we said, we have come up with uh, an exclusive club. Can't it, be in it's the called club. the Donut Brothers, and we go to the you know where they keep the donuts at the table, and mm. sometimes we eat donuts. Yeah, that's why we call ourselves the Donut Brothers. Unfortunately, so we're just to give people context at Maranatha, <laughs> where mm-hmm. we grew up, going to camp, and we just went. About a month ago at this point, mm-hmm. um, they used to get a lot of pastries from yeah. bakeries that they were just kind of getting rid of, not expired yet, or maybe yeah, just expired, close. but they're they're yeah. still good. Um, and they would have a lot of donuts and things like that. So you guys would get donuts and be like, we're the Donut Brothers. And yeah. John Mark loved getting cheesecake. Well, John Mark, we asked him if he wanted to join our club. Uh, he did not, in fact, want to be one of the Donut Brothers, and instead chose to be Cheesecake. <laughs> William, we, we what got are you a little sneaking around, <laughs> sneaker in the background. Uh, I, I do, I do remember that. I do remember that. I, I kind of wanted to be, you know, apart from your, mm. you know, your little league that you had mm-hmm. going there. So, you know, I just, the Donut Brothers were too mainstream for Cheesecake. Yeah. I That was around the same time we were doing kind of the superhero thing, um, come up with stories. Yeah. And you talk about that as if that time ended. <laughs> that, the superhero stuff never ended, really. Oh, I feel oh like, he, he, William was talking about those superheroes he was coming yeah. up with. John Mark helped him come up with half of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. To this day. You guys are still coming up with stuff. Um, I wanted to talk about this because he's. Well, I know why it's been talking to you about this off camera, <clears> off, <throat> um, just calling you and stuff. He's been coming up with characters, a, a Star Wars esque um, story. Mm-hmm. Have you seen his stuff he's been drawing lately? Yeah, what, I've seen it. What is your thoughts? And what what do you uh, what is he? What do you guys have been talking about? I'm curious. Well. I think that um, I think that all of his stuff is is definitely uh, definitely ready for fur affinity. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, what? So, um, Wyatt, don't be ashamed. If you're gonna draw furries, you need to go all in. Oh, I haven't um, drawn any. But onto furries. onto his onto his Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. It it it, it it's really great. It's really good. And he gave me a little rundown of his uh, of his story, which I told him should be a short story. Yeah, I got to write um, it down. I just you know, I've always liked the so in movies and stories like Star Wars, we have a lot of kind of backstory that we've kind of been talking about a little bit. Like, who was the one who built all these star destroyers? Who was the one who mined for the crystals? Yeah, uh, for lightsabers or lasers or laser guns, all this stuff. And that's kind of what your story is kind of touching on a little bit. Yeah. Well, I well, I, I would say mine's more of – it's sort of an outlier mm-hmm. story and doesn't have much to do with anything in yes. the main Star yeah. Wars universe except for, you know, a little bit of Sith, a little bit of lightsaber stuff. 
Uh, I would also do a little bit of research and tie in kind of the the mining that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and s- some sort of stuff like that. If I were to write it and put it out there. Uh, <clears throat> but but yeah, we 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 have talked about the sort of where John Marco. I I don't know. Sorry, computer was dying. Oh really? To save it. Yeah. Oh, that would have been we bad. We it's plugged in. All right. <laughs> but yeah, so I I do draw a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and I make up uh, a lot of sort of short story ideas and I know John Mark does as well. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Are you writing anything down? Right do now? I ever? No. <laughs> no. Nope. See, I was getting out of why I was like what was it that you showed me the other day? And I was like, man, these are fantastic. Probably the drawing of that show character. Show people this stuff uh, because people would love it. You're you're not you let it letting the world experience your art mm. and who you are as creators because you guys have this story that you guys create and these stories you just come up with. And you have another story, a new story every single day, basically. Yeah, I mean you're not and, wrong. Uh, I'm getting on YouTube, John Mark, for that for not. For not writing them down. Hey, I write, I write, I usually write about a paragraph down and then I get to the point where I'm like, I get to the point where I'm like, this is a cool idea. Mm-hmm. I really like this idea, but you know, it'd be even cooler. And then I fi- make up something else. <laughs> yeah. And this, the cycle is just, <clears throat> this, you know, the cycle just never ends. Yeah. So. You need to it's like, it, it's like, this is really cool, but you know, be even cooler if this were in space. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, this is super cool, but you know what would be even cooler? If this was in space and there was magic. Mm-hmm. And then I get to the point where it's like, you know, it'd be super, super cool. If like this were in space and it was magic, but it were like a different world. And then the next logical step is this is all two way convoluted. This should be just a simple story about real life. And then it returns to the baseline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've come <laughs> up with a story that, uh, uh, Magic appears on Earth, yeah. Uh, which prompts, you know, using magic, it prompts the ability to travel into space and create spaceships. Mm-hmm. They then use magic and spaceships and technology to colonize hundreds of planets. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you know, regular people can sort of use magic. And mm-hmm. so they really don't have all that much need for traditional wizards who can wield magic. Well, and then they somebody turns off magic mm-hmm. on a on on everywhere except for one specific planet and makes it sort of medievalish so it just keeps getting com- more and more convoluted and they yeah, have yeah. to leave this planet and discover all the other <laughs> you know you know what that sounds like yeah. uh, you know a super advanced society where there is one planet where um the uh where the basically the element of uh of magic exists yeah. is very similar to another to another thing, what you know, sounds like Dune, Wyatt. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. It's it's it's. I I would have to explain it, but it is uh, not that. Trust me. All of my all of my ideas are original, except the ones that are based in the Star Wars universe. I mean, you you pull from ideas that you've yeah. seen. I know. Uh, going back to Maranatha and uh, being at camp, and unfortunately, John Mark was not there. He had to work, but. I was with Wyatt. We were driving around, um, like 
I guess we can say where it is, Pittsburgh area or um, yeah. driving through Catanning and whatnot. And he why tell me about I remember we would, me and John Mark driving down this road, going to school, going to college, and just coming up with stories and things. And I know you got you and John Mark are just always uh Oh yeah, well that that how long was it to IUP? It was like a it was like a 35 40 minute drive. Yeah. So that bit of road that we drove yeah. both there and back that about 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that was our talk about things we were coming up with. We I got to go see time. that see your campus. Uh we were driving past it one day and watched like pull in here. It's right here. And so I pulled in, we saw it. At least I saw it. Did we? Yeah. Remember? Are you sure? Yes. You remember you were like, I used to go park here and uh, I used to uh, have classes in this specific building. We went to the building that you had classes in. Do you not remember that? No. Are you joshing it was, me? Uh, no, it was on the way back from <clears throat> um, going to your sister's uh, birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that was the satellite campus. Yep. Yeah. No, we did pull in there and, and check out the old uh, IUP satellite campus. Mm. That was uh, that was good times. That yeah, good I got times. to I got to see a lot with uh, exploring with Wyatt when we were there, just seeing and saying what you guys were doing. Uh, yeah. Um, traveling outside of camp more than I have ever done before. And it's exciting. Yeah. The the area the area is really nice, mm-hmm. and uh, I I I honestly enjoyed living there more than anything else. Hey William, William, don't turn anything on the TV. So John Mark, yeah. Um, yeah, our Wheel of Time video currently has seventeen hundred views. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. Sick. What do you What do you think of? Uh, you have any thoughts? I know you're. We need to get I John have, Mark on some of these reaction videos. I would love. To I have. I have a lot of thoughts yeah. on the Wheel of Time trailer because I'm the only one among you guys that have finished the Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. and it okay. took me a, it took me an awfully long time. You and I, I commented on I commented on the video. I, saw. I commented, yeah, but it took me a long time. Oh, yeah, you want to out yourself? Say who you are. I guess I probably could figure it out. Um, and um, and you know, I had an image of that world in my head. Mm-hmm. Is it what but what you're thing, seeing? Well, not really. You need to stop. Okay. Not not real. Not really. Yeah. The the trailer, the lighting looked kind of bright. You know. That's what that's it what kinda, Joseph's concern. I know it. It kind of it kind of looked like like daytime TV. You yeah. Know, like you. That's what he'd watch on about. a. You'd watch on a, a on a channel that kind of uh, focuses towards older teens. Mm-hmm. You know, where the lighting is too bright. Everything kind of felt like a prop. The moments that didn't feel proppy or like sets were the moments where it was nighttime, where yeah. it was darker. Yeah. You know, the merger all looked great thing with all the rows of teeth. Yeah. That looked great. Those moments when it was dark felt, you know, you, 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 you felt you could suspend your disbelief. Oh yeah. But the other moments, the way the lighting looked, the way the lighting looked and the outfits looked, to me, the outfits felt like obvious outfits. They they just didn't feel like they had been worn, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they obviously looked worn out, but they didn't feel like they had been lived in, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And I think that stems from the the lighting. The lighting has a lot to do with that. It just felt too bright. It felt it felt like it felt like you could feel the um, set lights shining on everything. Hmm. Um, and like I said, the only moments that were really good, in my opinion, were the moments um, when it was when everything was darker, when it was nighttime, or they were. Uh, in a place like they had the one scene where they were inside a tavern mm. that looked yeah, better because yeah. the lighting was a little bit dimmer and it kind of, it kind of made everything feel lived in, you know? Yeah. Um, the magic looked kind of overlaid. Um, and I wasn't a big fan of the, uh, of the color coded, uh, women. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe I I hope I didn't misunderstand. I I think I am misunderstanding. You say that again. The the women were all color coded, like they were wearing. So in the in the story, the uh, the witches, yeah, which is what some people call them, the Aes Sedai. They um they have different factions within their within their establishment. They call them they call them Ajas. Okay, but, you know they're they're different factions. Uh, you know, they have the red, the green, and they're devoted to different aspects of the magic. Um, but, uh, you know, they had, you know, they never really wore their colors unless they were in official settings. They had shawls. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they just wore regular dresses and clothes. And when they were in an official setting, they would have their shawl signifying their Aja. Um, but in the show you know, they're all, they're all color coded, you know, like they're where she's wearing blue and, you know, you know, you obviously know which ones are the reds. Mm-hmm. Part of the thing in the book was it was always enjoyable to guess somebody's Aja by the way that, you know, their dialogue happened. Like you could tell, Oh, this person, this person belongs. Once you've been reading the books long enough, like, Oh, this person belongs to this group. And then when the inevitable reveal came, when they said, Oh, I am of this group. You're like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. They, you know, but in the trailer, they were kind of coded. And, you know, I, the wheel of time is such a great series that I don't necessarily want it to be watered down and brightened up just so it'll appeal to, you know, 15 year old girls and Mm -hmm. 15 year old boys and stuff like that. My it's, it's, it's definitely appealing Mm -hmm. to everybody, but you know, it almost feels as if, is if the way it's set up is so that it can be more easily marketed. My worry uh as I watched the the trailer was they mm-hmm. and it, it could simply be for this first season mm-hmm. of referencing the the magic which the women use but they they in in none of the stuff do they make reference to any of the magic that the men use mm-hmm. which is different and and yeah and honestly that didn't that didn't really bother me all that much yeah um I was because just... i think i think what they're trying to do is conceal that fact oh you, you think because most people watching the show probably haven't read the book yeah so, you know? so i think they're gonna wait and i and i heard i heard um a lot of different ideas mm-hmm. and um I can't remember where I saw this or whether this was on your video or not. But one video was that when the show drops, 
they're going to try and do like a, a misdirect for a couple episodes. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. On, Cause in the show, the, the, they're trying to find someone called the dragon who is supposed to be a, a like a, a male magician more or less. Um, and male magicians are basically outlawed because whenever they start using magic, they go insane. Um, and that's what those, the women in red, that's all they do is they hunt and kill male magicians. Um, but there's one called the, there's one coming called the dragon, you know, and, and I think what they're going to do in the show is they're going to try, they're going to, they're kind of going to direct it and have the audience, you know, kind of guess who it is, guess that, oh, this must be it, or this person is it. And then at the opportune time, they're going to do the reveal of, no, it was this guy all along. Yeah. So I think they're holding back on a lot of the stuff, on a, a, a lot of the different things that they mention about the uh, male side of the power, just because, you know, you know, they don't want to, they want to leave that for the show. They don't really want to drop hints or anything to those who might not be initiated. So, so, oh, so you think that they don't want to reveal for people who haven't who, read the book who the dragon is? Yeah. Yeah. Like pretty, pretty early on in the book, you kind of knew. Yeah. You, like, you knew basically who the dragon is. Yeah. It's Perrin. Um, it's Perrin. And, and it was. <laughs> don't give it away. It's not Perrin. And, and, and it was, and it was, and it was, you know, it was more so. You, it was the characters mm-hmm. where all the t- you the tension for you was in the care was in the characters figuring out. But I think what they want to do in the show is they want the tension to actually be for the audience, going mm-hmm. who is this, who is this dragon, you know? Mm. And then a- and then at the last moment they're going to go, oh yeah, it's this person. That that would um, be interesting. I, I feel like that would give us uh, something that we don't really see in shows as much we see that in a lot of movies yeah not as much in shows yeah Yeah. um it's interesting too uh, going back a little bit to what you're saying um about saying catering the show to a younger generation it's interesting because like probably half the movies we watch i'm always like you know this is a good movie but it'd be better if it was like rated r yeah if it just took it a little bit farther and um, yeah, like we catered to our age, but it, I don't like think that would have been like such teens. a cool scene in Transformers mm. or in in you know some th- some movie. If well, we if, watching... if instead of if instead of you know the bullets just going through that dude, if they went through that dude and there was also some blood mist yeah. or something. Well, we were taught we just watched uh, Narnia, mm-hmm. uh, Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe it came out in like two thousand. I want to say two thousand seven. Uh, and uh, I could be wrong with that, but yeah, it was I early. Said, it's a good, it's a great movie. Disney's Narnia, Lion Witch, and Wardrobe. But if they just took it a tiny bit farther, added mm-hmm. some blood, a little or bit of something, blood, I would be like, this would have been such a good movie. They would have. Well, I think. And see, see, I, I have, I, I disagree with that because yeah. Narnia. The thing about Narnia is it was, it wasn't written for adults yeah it was written for younger it was written it was written for younger kids Mm. Mm -hmm. you know as 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 like a like a fairy tale yeah and the movie the movie still needed to be accessible yeah true to the audience of the original books you know what do you think of this because 
that J.R.R. Tolkien did that same thing with uh, the Lord of the Rings were for kind of adults, but he made the Hobbit exclusively for teens is what he said. Yeah. When yeah. they came out with the movies, um, all the Lord of the Rings are PG-13. Um, there is stuff in it. Maybe if you're a teen, you wouldn't, You maybe you wouldn't like them. I don't know if you would or not, but the when the Hobbit came out, if you won't get the extended version, mm. I'm pretty sure two of them, maybe just one of them, is rated R. Hmm. Did you know that? I didn't. No. One cuz I have one of I have all three extended of the Hobbit. One of them at least. I don't I maybe two of them is rated R and there's blood um a little bit extra than you would see in the normal version it's extended. Hmm. Yeah. What is your thought on that cuz that's supposed to be for teens, but they made it rated R. Well, that was the extended version, right? Yeah, they, it wasn't. That wasn't, wasn't in the that original cut. That wasn't the that wasn't the theatrical. So that was really more or less like a an addition. Yeah, that was an addition. I feel to like the series, I feel like you know? that's you know for for hardcore yeah. older fans. But okay, so you, I guess you're saying that you agree with that. You think shows or movies can do that? They can make like a theatrical version and then extend it. A little bit and add something else. A in little there. bit more blood. You know, a little nip slip and <laughs> uh I don't know. I feel like I feel like making something extended uh, uh, releasing an extended cut f- for the, just the sake of it yeah. being a little more bloody or a little bit more adult is I don't know, not super necessary. Yeah. I want if something's gonna be extended to be more story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think if you're going to release an extended cut, it should literally be every finished scene that didn't make it into the movie yeah. and the theatrical. That you know, if it doesn't take away or detract from the story or make it unwatchable, and it's you know added in that way, you get an actual extended cut, not just a nitpicked cut. You yeah, know what I mean, I I never heard your thoughts on this. I don't even know if you watched it, um, but you know. Talking about extended cuts, the great and almighty um, Justice League. Um, yeah. Snyder cut. Did you watch uh, Did you that? watch I, it? I have seen, I have seen like two Justice League movies. Yeah. Um, I, I saw Aquaman, which I absolutely hated. Okay. 100%. Um, I saw the Superman Man of Steel. Okay. Yeah. A while ago. Um, which was okay, yeah. but it was still kind of yeah. I hear. I'm that. just not really a fan of superhero movies, mm. and I really don't want to watch one where I have to sit through extra minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know, superhero movies for me are social yeah. events. They're not movie events. Like yeah, like I'm excited for the Wheel of Time. That is for me an event for me. Dune. That's that's a that's an event mm-hmm. for me. Um. Freaking um, Superman, watch your or, profanity, or you know stuff like that, or you know those are social events. Those are like yeah, yeah. It's a superhero movie. I'm gonna sit through it. It's gonna be formulaic, but I'm gonna do it with my friends, and we're gonna have a good time. We're just gonna sit down with the boys and watch all four hours of Zack yeah. Snyder's Justice that, League. That's what we did, though. Is it four hours? It's a four hour four, long yeah. movie. It's I didn't even four, get through all of it. it I don't yeah. think it is. It is four hours of people yes. in spandex. Are you yeah. serious? Oh, it's four hours yeah. of 
pretty bad vis- uh, CGI, except for a few things. That yeah. There's and a few things in the movie. It's like you're looking through. It's like you're sucking out of yeah. a straw. Also, the 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 frame uh, <laughs> is is brought in on the sides. So instead of having a, a screen like this, it's a screen oh. like this. Do you with have black HBO bars on the side. Max, John Mark. Yes. Just, I, no, I'm not gonna watch no, it. No, I'm not gonna watch don't it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Just I'm not turn saying, it on just and turn look it at on look at and, the and, that aspect ratio. Yes. Um, I I I I want. I hate. Mm. I hate. Over the top CG action. Yeah. Because there is a part, there's a piece in my brain that shouts out loud. That ain't real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not real. Like you can see it. The Lord of the Rings with the suits. That, so good. Yeah. I, okay. While we're talking about 3D animation, though, there is a movie that will trump all 3D animation. It I is, swear. It is. Top tier it's, on my list. It's not that great. If if John Mark, you have to watch this. It is like top ten movies of what all time. What is it? Just tell me. Sinbad, Sea uh, of Monsters. No, it's no. Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Beyond Mist. Beyond the Veil of Mist. Yes. Look up on HBO Max. Um, Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mist. You will be like, you will sit there. Yeah. Have the time of your life. You will laugh. You will oh my cry. Gosh. You will uh, you know go what? through all I, the motions, John Mark. I think I'm good, but it, you know, it has I, it has Brendan Fraser. It's got Brendan Mark Frazier. Hamill. It's got I, Leonard look, Nimoy. Look, I don't care. <laughs> I the, just you guys the way you're <laughs> acting right now. No, you know it's good. My my brain is saying it's a trap. It no, is. I'm not going to watch it, John, John Mark. I'm I'm serious about this. You should watch it. You will get have the time of your life watching it. I will think. You'll be calling us. Call us one day and and watch it. I'm serious. You'll I, have. I, you'll love watching. We should have a watch party with that movie. I, I really, I really enjoy practical effects. Yeah. yeah. I just even oh, if yeah. I know. I don't know if you guys watch Dark Crystal or oh, yeah. Dark Crystal. Yeah. Um, the Age of Resistance, but which I don't think is getting a second season. I don't so. think so either, and I'm very disappointed. But, I mean, yeah, some of the puppets looked a little goofy, and yeah, they moved a little weird. But the thing about it is, even through your screen, you could tell that these were physical things mm-hmm. that were moving in the world that you actually live in. Yeah, you know this this wasn't because I don't know what it is, but there's very few CG moments that that for me look physical. Uh, you know, CG for the most part to me, especially a yeah. lot of the CG that goes into the stock superhero movie um, is it, it looks, it feels overlaid. Yeah. Um, which, and which is why I loved for all their faults and how much I absolutely hate them. The newer star Wars uh, sequels. Mm-hmm. I love that. They brought in a lot of the old practical. Effects. Yeah. I, I love I love the puppetry. I like. I, love I like that they do it in the Mandalorian as well. Yeah, it's a you know. Yeah. it's a lot of practical effects that make it feel lived in, make the world yeah. feel lived in. Yeah, and I know, I know that Dune is gonna be relying a, a lot on CG, um, but from what I've heard, that is it's it's wonderfully done. Yeah, you know? don't believe those reviews. <laughs> I was just I I I don't. 
I was just a little bit scared when I saw it as I was scrolling yeah. through. So what I've what I've heard and what I've read. Also, IGN on YouTube released a review, and I want to say they gave it a seven out of ten. I want you to IGN stop. IGN doesn't know what they're talking about. Okay, listen, listen, listen. IGA IGN gave Fast Nine, Fast and Furious Nine, an eight out of ten. I think what? So IGN also they they said something like. This movie is too faithful to the source material, which so, in most cases, so it's going it to be a good. fantastic movie. Yeah. That's like, you know. Anyway, from what I know, they've never they've not been relevant for years. Are mm. you uh you happy with the cast? Because uh, uh, I am I am very I am very happy with the cast. Okay, um, I'm very happy with what I see. Most of the reviews that that I see, most of them complain about it not feeling finished will the doy it's yeah. part one of course it's going to end on an on on basically the middle of the book um yeah it's still a two it's still like a two hour two and a half hour movie mm. almost a three hour movie mm-hmm. um but you know basically there's a couple critics that say all oh, this and that but what, what i'm really interested in what i think most people need to look at are the average person um reviews mm-hmm. yeah i'm interested um, of seeing what what we get i we watched some of i was in and out you we watching the old uh dune on hbo that, and yes i it's besides, pretty, that's it's all of dune that i've i know i don't know the books i didn't read the books um but it looks interesting i'm looking forward to it yes there was a there was a guy on youtube on one of the review videos who was bashing the reviewer um, saying that uh, the original was definitely more original mm. because it was, it was better. It was more stylistic and that it's, it's, it's a, it's a master work. And uh, mm. you know, I had to step in and say, yeah, that's not true. Um, and anyway, there was an argument. I can't help but argue with people yeah. on the internet. There's something about it gives me joy, even just just the act of it. It, it gives my brain something to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the end, in the end, in the end, they mentioned you know something about how I, you know, don't know what I'm talking about. Mm. And I I basically I said I will go back. I will take your thoughts to heart. And I will go watch the classic um, cat milking scene, and uh, as they uh, and 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 nod my head philosophically, mm. um, and ponder <laughs> the deep meaning of milking, milking this, cat, this cat, smooth body, um, because obviously it's a masterwork. It's a masterwork. That cat milking scene was so, there was like a rat taped to the mouth ma- to the cat. Yes, there was a rat taped to the mouth. Dune twenty twenty one can be a dumpster fire, but as long as it is absent one cat milking scene, it will be amazing. I, I don't or, know this cat milking. Or scene. can it be a dumpster fire, but with the addition of one cat milking scene? become well, like, an amazing know, I, movie. I think I think there's probably 10 people in the world that will consider that a masterpiece. <laughs> because obviously how are you going to cure your poison 
in your body if you can't milk okay. a smooth cat. Yeah, yeah. that's the future. I mean, um, that is the future. Yeah. Yes, taping a rat to a cat and putting it in a carved out <laughs> old timey looking um computer monitor box thing yeah um and uh milking it to save your life you gotta milk this cat, milk the cat. Depends on it i'm you know i'm thinking i'm thinking dune really has inspired so much even certain scenes um from like uh meet the Fockers and stuff like that um I- um Cat milking yeah. will forever live in infamy um, because of that scene. I just, and- I think, <laughs> I, 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 I wish I was the the actor who has to say, you know, Thufia, you you have poison in your body, and the only way for you to get the antidote each day is for you to milk this cat. <laughs> I don't milk, know what you're talking about, but it sounds milk, ridiculous. Milk, milk, okay, I want you to go and I'll, when we're done yeah. on YouTube and look up Dune. The cat, cat milking. milking. <laughs> That's okay. literally it. The cat milking I will. scene. And you will see these crazy clown costumed characters carrying what looks like a, a little hollow box with a cat in a hammock. Mm-hmm. A naked, you know, um, hairless cat in a hammock with a rat literally duct taped to the side of it and little hoses coming out of the little blanket, presumably hooked up to its little nips. Um, and the characters very seriously saying there is a poison in your body. Mm-hmm. And if you want to live every day without fail, you must milk this cat's smooth cat body. Um, I want you to come away from that video. And then I want you to come and tell me this is a misunderstood classic. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love you I couldn't will. even do that with a straight face. This is a misunderstood classic. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the cat milking scene. I think we talked about want, cat milking I want, too I, much. I want, that on, I want that on a shirt. I want like a drawing of that cat. Yeah. In the it little says box. this is a misunderstood classic underneath I, it. With a little cat in the box. And, and, and I want to say something like, have you milked your cat today? Or something like that, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> I... <laughs> um, but yeah, basically... I haven't seen a cat milking scene in any of the trailers, mm-hmm. so I'm very optimistic for this. For this, <laughs> any 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 movie that comes out, sans the cat milking scene is a good movie, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> and seriously, it's 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 Denny um, Villeneuve, so it's mm-hmm. it's guaranteed to be good. You know, yeah, he's not he's not going to throw in anything that's going to be. Um, stupid and you know he's a fan of the book and when fans of a book you know come along yeah and uh you know that they're going to be faithful because you know you get a lot of people that they're fans of something but at the same time their own ego outshines their love of a work mm-hmm. and you end up with with david lynch's dune and mm-hmm. milking of cats um not just cats, but smooth cats. That's that's thrown in there. It's a smooth cat. Okay. But um, so you know the source material is going to be good, and he's got Hans Zimmer, who's also a fan of the source Ooh. material. Hans Zimmer, and big fan. Well, you know Hans Zimmer has worked with Christopher Nolan on a lot of yeah, his movies, yeah. right? 
he turned down Christopher Nolan. What to work to work on Dude. Dune because it was his dream project. What this is- movie is his dream project. Christopher Nolan working on. Curious. He did ten. He did Tenet. So Hans, oh, is Hans that what Zimmer, he turned down for? He turned down Tenet to do Z- to do Dune, mm. um, because it's a dream. It's a dream project, and it's a dream project for the director too. Mm. Um, and you know, I, I expect it to be good. I I honestly kind of expect to go into it, and for maybe newer people who've never read the book yeah. to maybe feel a little bit confused about what's happening, especially they go into sci-fi expecting certain things, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And Dune is not typical sci-fi. It's like a, it's, it's, it's less of a a story about technology and, and lasers and pew, pew, pew. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's more of a philosophical, it's, it's more of a, you know, there's, it's not, you know, technological implants, you know, it's, it's literal drugs. That's yeah. Dune, Dune focuses way more on the ask, you know, on the human mind um, and less on technology. It just happens to be in set in a technically advanced society. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited for it. I'm after reading the book, I thought, you know, because I would imagine it in my head, and I thought, wow, this would be super cool if done correctly. Yeah, yeah. And from what I've seen, it looks super cool and more or less done correctly. There are a few changes that I'm not sure how I feel about. Like the cat milking scene? You really want the cat cat milking? No, I'm I'm talking about, (laughs) so there's there's a character that they switched. It It was a guy originally in the book, and they made it a woman. And honestly, that's not a big deal for me. Um, just because Dune never really, never really attached much meaning to yeah. a person's race, kind of like the Wheel of Time, which is why when I watch the Wheel of Time trailer, I don't go, you know, why are these people here? Why are they there? Or how did you know? How did these groups of people come to be? Because the wheel of time already is is it's set up as yeah. you know the world was kind of post apocalyptic, so people are kind of thrown around together. Oh, they made it pretty clear in the beginning that different characters were obviously of different races. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just and, sort of and Dune, living together. Dune never really Dune never really focused on Mm-mm. on race. Um, Didn't specify, and the character that that they changed um could can be just as cool as as a woman because it's more so their their occupation mm-hmm. um what they represent sort of what they represent and less about you know there are certain roles that are connected to identity you know like Paul's character he has to be male otherwise you would literally have to gender swap the entire series mm-hmm um that's not something you could change but then there are other characters like kinds which i think honestly will be just fine you know the only thing that bothers me is i'm wondering if they changed it because of a you know like a quota you know like a woke quota Mm -hmm. um that that bothers 
me. It's yeah. not what the, it doesn't bother me. The fact that they changed it to a woman, it just bothers me that they, when they changed it, they didn't think would this enrich the character. They probably thought, have we met our quota? Well, they could you have, know? they could have, if, if the director cares about the source material as much as we think, Mm-hmm. They they could have done it to enrich the character's yeah. story. Yeah. See, it it just it it just bothers me when people when people say, "Oh, we need more. We need to change this character to a woman," because then it makes women, you know, just you know, like a, pieces of a quota. Yeah. Just pieces of a quota. Yeah. Not not let's 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 call this in. Let's have this. Let's cast this character, and when we call in for auditions we leave it open. Yeah. Um, you know, and just pick whoever feel embodies the character male or female, you know, because it doesn't really matter to the character. Instead, I feel as if it was probably somebody in an office who looked at it and said, and looked at papers and statistics and stuff like that and said, we need another, we need a, we need a woman character to fill this role. Um, I don't want I don't want woman characters to be shoehorned in as as a number as a mm. you know just a piece like oh this has to be here. Yeah. You know. Well your method just, your method sounds really good. Like Yeah. You know just if if you're doing the audition if you're doing the the whoever the, gets, the, yeah, the whoever, whoever's act whoever acts the best and embodies the role make them the character. Yeah. I mean, and all I can all I can think of is if I were the woman auditioning, I wouldn't want to feel like I'm being included as, you know, as just a, a like an allowance. Oh, yeah. we have to have this. We have to have this character for our woke quota. Mm-hmm. That would honestly that would insult me. Not not we have to have you as this character because you make this character awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, I know uh, you are saying you're not a fan of uh, superhero movies that much, but, and a lot of people had a problem with, um, I can't even, Suicide Squad, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the first Suicide Squad, though, for me, the characters I liked was Harley Quinn's character and the Joker, mm-hmm. played by Jared Leto. Um, I liked those characters, even though the story of Suicide Squad maybe wasn't great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen um, it or not. I've not. Okay. But going into so right after Suicide Squad, they came out with Birds of Prey. Yeah, I was like, I liked Harley Quinn's character. I liked the actress they made for Harley Quinn. I'm excited to see this. I watched it, and it was the worst movie I have ever seen. Not because it's Harley Quinn. I was excited to. Are watch you saying it. because it's a primary female cast? Uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, I was excited going into it, but the same thing like you're you're saying, they I felt like they were trying to be woke by creating this movie and made a terrible movie that they, in my opinion, are doing a disservice instead of being more of a service. Yeah, creating a terrible movie of uh, all female cast. I think that was a terrible thing for them to do. They should have taken the time to create the movie because I love that character and I love the actress who played her. But they made that character so bad and it got worse Mm -hmm. with Suicide Squad 2 um, because they just made her like this invincible character Mm -hmm. that could not be killed and was like this perfect character. 
but I definitely agree with what you're saying. I think that's another reason why, despite what I'm worried about in the mm-hmm. wheel of time, I'm excited for the wheel of time. Yeah. Cause the wheel of time has never been something that says, look at all the women we have. That all are the powerful. women, the um, wheel of time. That's just how things are. Yeah. You know, they don't have to talk about it because that's just how things are. You, you, you don't, you know, in the, in the wheel of time, it never stops and says, says, Oh, in this world, women are powerful. It shows you because if you cross them, they kick your butt Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's great. And that's how it should be. And I'm excited to see how they portray it. And I really hope they don't, what bothers me is when they call attention to it. Mm. It, cause it feels as if something, you know, if you have to call attention to it, it's something that you have to prop up as if it can't stand up on its own. Yeah. And that bothers me. Like if you have to call attention to how strong this woman is, then you don't believe that that character can stand up on its own, mm. which basically detracts from everything you're trying to do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, I guess we so, can we name this podcast interview with, with William and John Mark, the feminists, the feminists. <laughs> we'll call it cat milking. Cat milking. That, let's not do that. <laughs> Yeah, because like interviewing William and John Mark, the feminists, cat milking. That's <laughs> cat milking. That's, that's the whole title. That, yeah, <laughs> but nah, uh, well, let's let's not do that. Um, how are we looking on time? Uh, we're a little over an hour. Okay, um, just about five minutes over an hour. Okay. Um, what is that? I don't know. It sounded weird outside. Probably. Yeah. Uh. You have any any anything else for John Mark? What do you what are you reading these days? I know you guys are into the audiobooks. I was trying to get William to give me something. I'm like, what is this young mind going to give us? But I, he didn't. Uh, I, he's what, not reading anything. Gosh, what what had I been listening to that mm-hmm. I finished? I I was listening to something, and I I finished it, and I can't remember anything. What, talk to you about? Did you listen to the the Elemental Academy? books no no okay i just i wanted to talk to somebody about that <laughs> because there's a lot yeah there's a lot oh well i can't remember i was listening to something and then i stopped because i couldn't find anything else mm-hmm. um and uh i just recently got back into listening to audio. i went i i didn't listen to audiobooks for about a month just because i couldn't think of something i wanted to listen mm-hmm. to every fantasy i looked for just it felt the same you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> generic fantasy yeah of course they got their original with original characters and stuff like that but it was just generic fantasy in my opinion i've read so much of it so i got back into my uh, age of sale books age of sale and um kid the next kid book doesn't come out till like uh, october 20th or something like that so i started uh i started the master and commander series oh really Ooh. Yeah, and um, I forgot how much I love this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I don't understand half of what they're saying. You know, you know, bring down the 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 the, the, the jib and the, yeah, the yard know, the yard jib put up, the... The put up put up the tagallants. You know, the That's sailing the one jargon they made a movie about right master and commander. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the sail the sail the sailing jargon. I I don't always understand it, but. 
I love it. It's mm-hmm. so good. And I think what makes them so good is that nothing, even though they're fictional, even though they're fictional, nothing is impossible. Nothing yeah. that is described is impossible. In fact, some of the things that, especially in Master and Commander, um, actually happened, the author's just changing it with his character. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's a part where... Um, the main character's ship, which is a brig sloop, which has, yeah, I think it's got, it's got not very many cannons and they're low poundage, you know, and gosh, how many men does it, does it have on it? Oh, this is an like, argument like, we were having. And like 80, it's like 80 men, 80 or that's what I 80 was or 100, saying. Something like that, 80 or hundred. Anyway, they go up against, they go up against a, frigate mm. which it's a privateer frigate so it's stuffed full of men just to fight yeah so it's got three it's 300 men mm-hmm. and 32 32 cannons and they're all like 14 pounders Oof. this ship is twice the size all right of the main character's ship and yet they go in and they they attack and they get their rigging caught and the main character ship, since it's smaller, actually sits below the cannons. So every time the enemy fires, they just fire into their rigging, hmm. not actually onto the ship. And every time his ship fires, it literally fires into the belly of the enemy. And they take they take the ship with two dozen men against 300. Whew, dude, that's sick. And the thing is, this actually happened. Yeah. You know, in a different in a different ocean, you know, with a with a different person. But the whole story actually happened. It, and some of the stuff that happens is insane. But they actually did stuff like this. Yeah. You know, these captains, these these captains of these ships were real life action movie stars. Like they were serious, seriously yeah. intelligent and seriously badass. Mm-hmm. I know. Then that. I that sounds really cool. Actually, I've been looking for a series I want to get into. Um, I haven't really talked to you as about far it. as audiobooks. Audiobooks, maybe reading too. I wanna I wanna actually sit down and read some yeah. books. I just don't have I feel like I don't have time, but I've got time. Um, so I don't do it. I need to. I really want to. Mm. Are would, are you from are you familiar? Have you read many or listened to many historical fiction books? Um I of uh Master Commander, no. Um, no, just I, historical well, just, fiction I've seen in the, general. the movie. Historical fiction in general. No, more of just fiction is what I listen to. I mean, what? listen to, read. Uh, more sci-fi probably. Um, like, I I think the last actual book I sat down and read was Ready Player One, of course. <laughs> um, I, I read that book, but I also listened to probably... Stuff like that, and then also more of medieval, like Lord of the Rings esque type stuff. Yeah. But I would love to get into that. The what makes a good historical fiction is when the world, because it's our world, and you know, we a lot of us go to books to escape our world. We want a story that's fantastical or science fiction while we're beyond our world. Yeah. But it, what makes historical fiction so great, especially when it's written well is you you realize that our world is the og fantasy world Mm -hmm. you know 
there's not fantasy races and stuff like that, but people were so isolated and didn't have the same ability that we have that, that, you know, people on the other side of the world were almost alien to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, tall, you know, white skinned men, you know, or, or, um, or, you know, how they just, how they would describe Pacific Islanders to somebody Mm -hmm. who lived in Europe, you know, Mm -hmm. they couldn't show them a picture. So they had to describe it and they, they didn't have the vocabulary. So they had to describe it in terms they understood. So it came out so weird and convoluted. And it's alien and too. You, you it's know, alien. Uh, for for somebody to go to another country and they're speaking a, a completely different language, mm-hmm. not like anything they're familiar with. Because English people yeah. would be familiar with French, and they'd be familiar yeah. with German, and mm-hmm. and some of the more you know those Anglo-Saxon related and, well, languages. You, know, you you think of cities today. You know oh, that's the city here or there, but when you read these books and one character says we're going to set sail for Alexandria, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a big deal. Like, especially when one of the characters gets all excited because this is Alexandria. This is, this is one of the cradles of ancient philosophy, you know, and they, they get there and you got to think that we think about history as a point in time. But when you listen to these books, life is happening there you know mm-hmm. and it's completely different to what we have now and it might as well be fantasy in the way people view the world because you know they didn't know the things we do now and so most of what we know now for them was on the realm was in the realm of the supernatural mm-hmm. and of the mystical mm-hmm. and just the world for people that lived back then was a fantastic world it yeah. was a fan, you know, there were aspects they didn't understand. They couldn't see, you know, everything outside of their vicinity was a mystery. Mm-hmm. And a good historical fantasy will put you in that mindset where you go back there and you, you start you start viewing places like, you know, Constantinople. Yeah, Alexandria. Constantinople and Venice, mm-hmm. you know, which to us are like vacation destinations, you know. But to those people were freaking, you know, Game of Thrones. Yeah, cities, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, I, I guess that's interesting. You think of that because I've been thinking about this not from uh, past time per se, but more <laughs> of in the future, like looking at things like I know there is things that we're not going to be getting into, but like Star Wars, even them just. Uh, calling like Darth Vader calling the Emperor and seeing like this hologram version of mm-hmm. him. I don't think something like that's not that far off. Maybe yeah. it is a little bit, but like we have smartphones today. What's the next step besides a smartphone? Yeah. Maybe um, some I'll version. Hol- I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Version it, of hologram. It's, it's yeah. a hologram. Yeah. Fortnite dancing. All right. I just want to throw that out some, there. All right. The hologram Fortnite <laughs> dancing. That that that'll be how they reveal the hologram. You know. With the OG, with the OG Fortnite ringtone sounding song, you know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and, and we'll all be taking our medicine with with uh, milking cats. Yeah, yes, we'll yeah. All, 
Uh, well, I mean, that, that is that is. I want you to ask your mom. I want. Uh, is that the new? Is that the new wave of homeopathic medicine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the milking, milking cats. Milking cats. Honestly, yeah. I hope she says no because I have too much respect for what she does. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um. <laughs> well. Anyway, I think we're. Uh, think we're getting ready to come to yeah. a close here we could come yeah. to a club close i mean we're we're I'm about uh, an hour and 20 minutes in yeah like that but yeah we came uh it's good talk to you john mark uh, yeah. i know i don't talk to you that often even though why it does uh i probably should um i love you man and uh i'll say that here on the podcast because i love that you. was really tender yeah yeah i mean he, you're like my brother man <laughs> i i i live with your brother but you're like my brother so i love yeah. you Thanks for uh, coming on this podcast. Do you have anything to close mm, on? I mean, um, I love you, you wanna... like a brother as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no. gosh, who was who was I talking to the other day that it was something about something about you? Me? Oh yeah, the um, oh, no. one of the guys at one of the guys at work. He's like, uh, he's like, what your he's like, uh, how your brother doing? And I'm like, uh, oh. he's doing good. He's in Conyer. He goes. No, not that one. He's like, I'm talking about the Mexican one. <laughs> yeah, so so a couple of the guys that he yeah. worked with have uh, you know, I've dropped him off at work before. Some of the uh, some of the Mexican guys that work mm-hmm. there. And uh they yeah, they <laughs> the thought I was one. his Mexican brother. <laughs> like, he looked like a Mexican. <laughs> yeah. So I I told them I told them about your about your cholo outfit. <laughs> They wanted to see that, man. Ah, I wish they I had the did. pictures. I don't know where they are. Yeah, uh, it's a good outfit. Yeah, I mean, some people might say that it's uh, that's a stereotype, but dude, you <laughs> it's, take a cel- a drive. it's a celebration. You take, you take a drive. You take a drive through some places around here. You're gonna see it. Yeah, it's <laughs> a celebration of culture. <laughs> it's a, it's a celebration of culture and really long shorts. Yeah, long shorts, definitely. <laughs> Um, well, we thank you guys, both of you, for coming on the podcast yeah. and hanging out with us. Uh, do you want to give you. us a little subscription uh, plug? Yeah. Uh, subscribe to the Wise Works podcast. Yeah. This thing we got going right here. Also, subscribe to the Wise Works studio. Okay. We're really yeah. kind of popping off over there. I don't want to take all the credit, but it's mostly me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, might as, <laughs> you might as well just change it to Why It Works Why studio. It Works. Like, what yeah. would a Why It Works studio? Because why, why it be the only one working? Only working. <laughs> you should have seen me this afternoon. I'm chilling on the couch while they're getting everything yeah, set up. <laughs> Taking a nap. Uh, yeah also go to wiseworksfilms.com yeah. and uh, that'll sort of take you to the social medias it'll take you all to YouTube channels and everything and we thank you guys for watching and being a part of this special journey mm-hmm. that we're going on yep. um, yeah thanks and- John Mark and William is William still there he is you still here tell him to holla you say bye? tell him to holla at your boy holla he, at he's, you. he, he's, he's coming to holla hurry up <laughs> Just get in here. We'll say see, we'll see you guys later. Say bye. Later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>